welcome to another episode of Satisfying Static. Hello, hello. <laughs> Maggie's actively adjusting her hair, <laughs> and now she's got like an alfalfa sprout. It's rough. Fix it. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Proud of you. Thank you. It was a struggle. <laughs> Apologies for missing last week. Yep, last week, right? Yeah. This week. Well, by the time this comes out, it will have been last week. We skipped an episode. <laughs> We skipped an episode uh, again. Oopsies. Right. We should just make the show bi-weekly, dang it. But I had a sudden loss in my family. I had a uh, text message on what would have been the Thursday before the episode dropped saying that I needed to you know, come see him because he wasn't doing well. This man was like my stepfather had raised me, pretty much been in my life in some fashion for like 15 years. Lovely guy. Had been sick for a long time, but was telling us that you know it was kind of stable. And then it was all of a sudden significantly worse. And we had no idea until it was you know, hours before he, he died. So I got back just in time, got to spend some time with him. And then he he unfortunately passed right after I got there. But so I don't have all of my recording equipment in the Midwest, nor was I going to try and shove it into my one tiny two day backpack I brought on top of, you know, having to deal with the rest of that. Yeah, which is totally fair. Also love how you just glazed over that and jumped to not having recording equipment. I think you could have skipped that part. We would have understood. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, yeah, I just didn't, I didn't have anything and I didn't know where I was. I like, I didn't find out where I was staying until I like got there. And it was, it was, it was, there was a lot. And you so. were grieving and dealing with a lot and like totally understandable. You, you took care of that and that's totally fine. So I'm glad you got to get there when you did. And you know what? Here we are for another episode of nonsense. <laughs> another episode of nonsense. I don't think I have any housekeeping on my end other than that piece that I Oh, we have the mini moon. Me and Olivia have the yeah. mini moon. So we're we're going on a, a full honeymoon next April, but we're going on a mini moon this week in the Catskills. Ooh, I'm so excited for you guys. That'll be so fun. We might be participating in a like a pottery class too. Pottery I don't know if we're doing that or not. Class. Is the Catskills where like dirty dancing is set? <laughs> I don't know. Is the Catskills where dirty dancing is set? Ask Olivia. <laughs> Hey, sweetie. <laughs> Which is know? Dirty Dancing in the Catskills? What? Dirty Dancing, the movie? <laughs> oh, you're walking over here. Wow, we've, we're you. a new level of geriatric today. <laughs> dirty Dancing, the yeah. movie? Yes. Does it take place in the Catskills? Oh, it might. <laughs> we're going to have to that's Google not, it. We're gonna, that's not yeah, a Yeah, I'm looking it up right not. now. That, that wasn't a confirmation for me. Uh, no, I don't actually know. But like that would make sense. Are we doing the pottery class? I did not sign us up for it. I thought we were doing more. <gasps> Do the pottery class. No commitment, no frills thing. Oh, okay. But I thought we'd enjoy it. Really? Yeah. <laughs> you didn't seem too psyched about it. I literally, I think we'd enjoy it. Okay. We I'll can make it. you a planter. Ooh. Yeah, okay, okay, I'll look into it. Okay. That's all I needed. Do okay. you want the answer yeah. to the dirty dancing? It wasn't the cat skills. Wow. <gasps> yes. Oh, okay, cute. Makes sense. I just know that they're like on summer vacation at like a resort thing where they all play family games together and stuff. But I thought it, I thought I remembered it was in the Catskills, and I was like, I have no idea where that is. Apparently, near you. It's in New York. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, it's a it's a mountain range in New York. Okay. So plot. In the summer of 1963, 17-year-old Frances Baby Houseman is vacationing with her family, cardiologist father Jake, mother Marge, and older sister Lisa, at Kellerman's which is an upscale Catskills resort in the Borscht Belt owned by Jake's sarcastic best friend, Max. Amazing. I love that uh, synopsis. <laughs> Everybody's welcome for that. Anyway, so everybody also learned real time that we aren't doing a pottery class. We might be, hopefully, maybe, but we're not currently signed up. I feel like you will end up doing a pottery class now that it seems like Olivia understands that you, you are excited about the pottery class. I thought I expressed excitement when we talked about it, but I must not have. Well, she knows now, so I feel like she's going to figure that out for you guys. <laughs> 
She's looking at me like, what are you saying? Is that air conditioner's <laughs> on so she can't hear anything? I know. <laughs> Hilarious. Did you have any housekeeping? I may get another cat. We'll see. The one that's been hanging outside your house? M- Marie brought home a friend the other night. That's the same one though, right? The gray one? Yeah. So like, I I think that's this also the same cat that like, I don't remember if I told you or this podcast, but like a month ago or maybe a month and a half ago, I was like up at 2 a.m. Yeah. Showing up at like the door, right? Yeah. He was like at my window. I was like, what a, what a freaking yeah. creep. Get out of here and he just disappeared and i'm like of course it was like 2 a.m and it was like twice so i'm not sure but i'm pretty sure that's the same cat but now he didn't leave so he came home with murray and then he was still there in the morning and i was like okay well what the hell do i do with this cat and murray wasn't letting him come in through his little cat window but they seemed like they were friends anyway it's been like a hellish week with work and meetings and whatever so i was like i don't have time for this this cat will leave i don't know so i left the cat alone and he's like screaming at the window trying to crawl all over he ended up falling off of the windowsill i live on the second floor it was like this whole thing all my neighbors came out and we're like oh my god this cat and we're like feeding it and stuff meanwhile i'm trying to have meetings so i'm like i'm not participating oh, because god. like i don't know anything about the cat i don't know what to tell you besides murray brought it home so i kind of just like the day went by and like some of the neighbors i think gave it food or whatever but it eventually stopped screaming at my window and i was like okay maybe it'll go back to where it came from it keeps coming back yeah this is called the cat distribution system (laughs) you're welcome so now you have a cat well another one but he's very cute and i'm not the only one who's got eyes on him because he's adorable so like I, i don't know if i want him necessarily but he's obsessed with murray or was and they do seem to get along but the downstairs neighbor like stopped me yesterday as i was coming home i've never talked to her before and she was just like uh hey um just quick question (laughs) and i think wanted to find out if i wanted to keep the cat and then i i'm pretty sure that if i don't she'll she wants to or will try but she also has a cat so this whole building is like full of cats it might be nice for murray because he's been kind of a jerk kind of randomly sometimes when he's not getting his enriched in so maybe it would be nice for him to have a friend that's kind of what i was thinking because honestly he's been so chill ever since since he's been hanging out with this cat because they just like spend all day outside and then he sleeps because sometimes murray's a dick this is facts yeah that's why what everyone says about murray's is he's got such a sweet face yeah you don't touch murray (laughs) sometimes it doesn't end well this cat's really nice he's like warming up to me and he was like showing me his belly and stuff and like let me pet him and didn't claw at me immediately because you know murray would yeah no you should you should get him you should get him and name him something fun with murray i keep calling him max you can name him bill and then you have bill murray in the house (laughs) that's funny i like that but we'll see i also you know i'm not sure if he has a home or not so i might if he comes back to tonight or is back like later because he hasn't been around all afternoon it's been really hot i might try to let him inside and at least like or at least post him on next door or something and see if anyone's lost their cat no one says anything i don't know yeah i mean you'll do all the stuff you'll do the you'll do the chip stuff and all that stuff but yeah exactly like that was i was gonna do that like asap and then i was like he's probably not chipped but if i do end up snagging him like yeah we'll go through all the steps and he's got to get fixed so either way he's got to go to the vet (laughs) oh does he have like little kitty balls (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Little kitty balls are so weird. But And he's like, okay, so this cat is so cute. For those of you who are curious, I have not seen him. I've been posting him on my Instagram stories. But he's like gray with like little black feet and like little black stripes and then little black balls. (laughs) 
Uh, oh my god. So every time he walks away from you, it's just like this little gray booty and like two little black testicles. Yeah. Vibing. Two little rough. Yeah. Anyway, two little pom-poms. But he's adorable. Um, He's got blue eyes and he's super cute. But uh, I can't... Can't do I need no, I don't need another cat. It's it's tight enough in here already, me and Murray. It'll be fine. It'll <laughs> be fine. Oh, I did forget something in my housekeeping though. It's very important. I did it this morning. What? I bought a slussy machine. Did you? Like a shaved ice machine. And here's Oh, why. okay. Because where I come from, slushies are a very specific texture of, you know, like shaved ice, but just a little, a little more liquidy. Okay. There's no foam, but there's texture. So you get a little bit of a crunch. Foam. Where do you get foam? Slurpees from 7-Eleven. Oh, those are gross. Are a foam consistency. Correct. They are gross. The same the same thing as Icy's. Gross. Also, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're different than real slushies. And so I was looking it up because I really wanted a slushie. And I was like, slushies in the Boston area. There's one shop. It's called Slushy King. Slush King. And it's in East Boston, which is a 30-minute drive from where I am. So no thank you. Fair. And I was going through it. And I was like, where am I going to find it? I went and had one from 7-Eleven. Regrets. It's still foam. It's still gross. And so this morning, I looked at Olivia and I was like, I want a slushie. And I was like, you know what? I've complained about it enough. I'm buying a machine. And so I got on Target and was like, oh, look, a Kona Ice shaved ice machine and some syrups. <gasps> We're going to do it. And then I'm going to do a, a fine shave so it's not as hard as like a snow cone okay so it'll be in then you just add like you know a nice water mixture with some some syrups and it'll be it'll be a slurpee i'm really excited about it or slushy i'm really excited about okay because that was literally my first question was like isn't it gonna come out like a snow cone because i used to have a shaved ice machine when i was little because i was obsessed with snow cones it was like a hand crank it was a bitch and a half <laughs> well this one's electric there was two kinds there was there was the snow cone kind which i think makes it more compact okay and bigger, right? Yeah, and the shaved ice kind seems to be going into a cup. Olivia stood up to come over here and laugh at me. <laughs> I just can't believe you're talking about it. Of course I'm talking about it. It's my life. It's housekeeping. <laughs> the first half of the episode is housekeeping. Please don't cut Olivia's giggle because that was gold. <laughs> Anyway, so I couldn't get the syrups delivered. Olivia's going to have to go to Target and buy those because she's on summer vacation. She's got the time. Amazing. But I'm having the machine shipped here and it's like a nice powder blue. Ooh, cute. Yeah, I hope it shaves it fine enough. I hope this isn't one of those uh, like, you know, instances where the picture is misleading. Well, either way, you have like a snow cone machine in your house. And how cool is that? I would take that. <laughs> also that. Yeah, also that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I, I want a cool thing in my mouth with texture. <laughs> That isn't an ice pop or a, a fucking foam. Fair. I, I get it. It's fine. I, I mean, I get it. I'm all about the texture stuff too. Actually, I've been making my own fizzy water drinks because I need to force myself to drink water because water is terrible. Why does anybody drink it? Yeah. And so I've been, instead of like adding sugars and like fake artificial sweeteners and stuff, I've just been making like juice and water and lime combinations that make me feel like I'm drinking a cocktail, but it's just water. Yeah. Olivia's been on that lately. She's been doing mocktails with like a plain polar seltzer and fresh lemon. Ooh. They're pretty good. See? Yeah, I realized for me, it's like literally the like ice in the glass and the fizzy feeling is like what I need yeah. to force myself to drink the liquid. And then, hey, hydrated. Wow. Good for you. I know, right? It's the little things. Okay, that got a little interesting there at the end. <laughs> Olivia's just fucking staring at me. So uncomfortable. Okay. First word is loading slowly. Cycle. 
or sequel. Oh. C-Y-C-L-E. Okay. Interesting. The first thing that made me think of was like bicycling, but that's just Mm. because it's summer and this is a big bicycle city and everyone- Same. There's a lot of bike rides happening. There's a group biking to San Pedro tonight. There's a full moon bike ride. Do you want to know what I ride? I moved it. So it's not in the background. I ride like a bike that's made for a little girl that is, it's too small for me. And- also, both tires are slowly going flat constantly. <laughs> yeah, you're a tall lady. You can't ride a small bike. It's just slightly too short for me. So I was like, I'm going to make do, but I've been making do with it for like two years. It's time to upgrade. And I feel like it might be time for an upgrade. You got the car, get the bike. Right. I'm going to secure the car first and then we'll think about the bike. But yeah, I keep like... <laughs> There's not a place to store my bike in my, uh, like around my apartment. So it sits in my apartment, which I hate. And I think I've figured out a way to to put it outside, but it's like, it's going to have to be locked up in the alley, which is a little risky. And then I was like, Mm. this is like a yard sale, little girl's bike. Like if someone steals it, (laughs) am I going to be that mad about it? Probably not. Right. I think I'll live. This is the bike I'm willing to risk out there. Yeah, it's annoying for you to have to take it up a flight. I get that. It's it's that. And then also like getting it out is extremely difficult because the stairs start right outside my door and my, I have a screen door. Mm. So navigating, locking my door without my bike rolling down the stairs is very hard. No, that is hard. And you don't want your like, because if you don't keep the door open just right, your back tire will just go through your screen. Well, like my, okay, so I need to go this way. My screen door opens this way, but it only opens so much, right? So, oh, okay. So like I can, if I move my bike out to be able to like lock the door behind me, then I still need to like move the bike away from the screen door to be able to close (laughs) the screen door. Or like, I mean, I could let it slam, but like it rubs against the bike the whole way and the bike needs to be off the landing for the door to close. (laughs) So like, I'm like trying to balance the bike on the top stair while closing my door. So it's just not an ideal situation. Don't love it. But yeah, that was the first thing I thought of was bicycling. And then work, because all we've been talking about is is cycles at work. Cycles. I work in something called like customer lifecycle marketing. So it's like the like from your entry from your first like interaction with a business to all the different ways you interact with the business. And yeah, we've been I've had a lot of meetings this week. So Oh, so it's like so it's like if I buy a product, does that start my cycle? No. So like way ahead of that. So like it would start in your research probably. Like let's say you're looking to buy a product. So you're starting to research like bicycles and you land on my bicycle website, right? Your first like interaction with us would actually be that Google search. So like right, the fact- whatever hits. Yeah. Whatever. So like you hitting that Google search and then it landing on the website. And then the next interaction could be, well, you gave us your email address. Cool. So then we sent you emails and then you clicked on one of those and then showed back up. And then maybe you didn't buy, but like maybe you got an ad on Instagram or whatever. And then from there you ended up making a purchase. Like that would be your life cycle. That is so complex. <laughs> My, my brain melted for a moment. It does get a little complex and that's why I like it because ADHD, right? Like it keeps it interesting. Like any it, one, no two campaigns are ever the same. And there's like so many things going on that like you kind of have to zoom out and look at the whole picture a lot, which yeah. not a lot of people are good at. So 
it, I think it's fun for that reason. But yeah, it's also a little like creepy because we're we're kind of just like what I do is I plan out your whole journey. So like, okay, if I was someone who like who was new to bicycling bicycling if I was a new cyclist what are the types of messages and things and how many times would I need to see the brand before I actually made a purchase wow (laughs) it's fun (laughs) it sounds like fun it just sounds sounds like yeah a lot of things to think of when I think of the word cycle I immediately think of the life cycle Mm -hmm. okay (laughs) it's very biology of me I think of the cells and meiosis and mitosis (laughs) and those things that's fair. I mean, we both thought of life cycles just in our own like professions. That's true. And then I thought of, I guess, cycling because that's a hobby-ish of mine. I don't know. I made a lot of friends that way. Yeah, I was gonna say you're going on, I should say, not same for me as a hobby. I don't ride a bicycle. I meant same that I immediately thought of it because it's very big in Boston. Like this is the first place I've ever been that has built in bike lanes on almost every road you're on. Yeah, you said that. And we saw that when we were walking around to downtown, right? Yeah. Bike lanes everywhere. And bicyclists. And it was cold. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> yep. And it really changed how I drive because I oh, didn't yeah. drive because I didn't ever think to look for pedestrians and or cyclists in those lanes. Like, cause we just didn't have them in the Midwest very much. So I would take a turn and then I'd be like, oh God, there's a bike. Like I didn't yeah. almost come off or almost hit them or whatever. That's fair. It takes, uh, it takes time to get used to. I'm actually scared to start driving regularly in California because motorcycles lane split here. And that's not something I've ever been used to. And still when I'm the passenger in a car and it happens I get scared like it scares the fuck out of me because they're loud and they go really fast by you and it's legal so if you accidentally hit them you are 100% in the fall right so like I'm very nervous of that I need to be super hyper aware of that but like that is one thing that I'm like okay I know there's going to be adjustments to me driving out here is I hope that's the only major one (laughs) you'll get used to it for sure I did learn that the reason why lane splitting in California is legal is because a lot of the older motorcycles would overheat if they sat too long in traffic. Really? Yeah. So you would have all these dead motorcycles or broken down motorcycles making traffic worse. So the the argument was because they're air cooled, they're fan cooled. And to do that, you have to be moving. And so the proposal was let them keep moving, let them lane split and make it illegal for people to stop them from doing that. And then you don't get as much traffic in the ways of breakdowns and whatever else. I wonder if they've kept it because of congestion, because congestion is so bad here that like that does free up space if you don't have like motorcycles sitting in those lanes either. I have to imagine that's part of it for sure. Either way, it's terrifying. If you're you're not used to it, you didn't grow up around it, it's never happened to you. It's so scary. (laughs) Well, in writing, a motorcycle it's terrifying i never did it when i rode a motorcycle because you never knew if someone was going to try and half-ass change lanes in that moment and cut mm-hmm. you off or if someone god forbid is it stopped traffic they throw open a door something yeah right uh, in other california news did you hear about the manson woman that got paroled oh no i didn't one of the manson murderers got paroled officially god. yesterday Really? Yeah, I can't remember her name. She is the one. For those of you that don't know about the Manson murders, uh, Charles Manson led this cult and he basically convinced all these people to commit brutal murders. And it's kind of, you know, California gets like this big, you know, thing out there. He's, I think, a popular, like, I mean, he would be a popular serial killer, air quotes, because he didn't really kill anybody. But he's, you know, there's movies sure. and books and things written about him. You know the name. And he he's a, a big dark tourist attraction is the houses that he was involved. And you hear him most commonly tied to the Tate murders. But there was uh, another set of murders that happened. She was involved in the other set of murders. And what this woman particularly did is she held down a, pregnant woman while somebody else stabbed the pregnant woman and then that guy Tex looked at her and said you need to do something 
and handed her the knife. And then she proceeded to finish stabbing the pregnant woman to death an additional 12 or so times. So that woman has just been paroled. Yeah, I don't... Uh, at this point, like this was in the 70s, so... She's 79, maybe 73. Mm, let's look it up. I can tell you which one it was. I, I don't know. I, I have like issues with this for a lot of reasons, but one of the ones that's sticking out right now is the fact that like, what was the point in letting her go at now okay like is she gonna live some sort of like actual life obviously prison has taken care of her for most of her life other people have taken care of her for most of her life so what now you just throw her in the streets when she's an old lady yeah leslie van houden a follower of charles manson who's convicted in, in two killings was released on parole tuesday so yeah literally just yesterday at 73 years old she spent more than five decades in prison <laughs> Okay. I mean, I guess getting good for us, we don't have to pay for her anymore, but damn, like, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I have mixed feelings, right? So you spent 50 years in prison. She has always stuck to the story that she was very brainwashed by this man and went through a very terrible time in her life when, you know, blah, 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 blah. <sighs> There are just some things that I feel like aren't really super excusable. And the brutal stabbing of a pregnant woman just feels like one of those things. Yeah, I mean, for sure. I I also agree with you there. But I just, I feel like this is like a system is broken problem. Well, Governor Newsom had apparently like overridden and declined her release at like five separate times before this one. And this one, he's not, he's like expressed, he's like, I'm not happy about it. And like living members of the family are still around and they're like, we're also not happy about it about it but she like went to an appellate court and got it done that way so like couldn't really do much about it he said that if he had it would be pointless because she'd be able to fight it on the courts above him and it would get overturned oh okay well then whatever i guess i don't know that's just so strange i don't know and his argument which again i have a hard time seeing this side his argument is she's still a danger to society but truthfully what danger does a 73 year old woman super pose one who spent the last 50 years in prison i mean what of this life does she know she might know right cell phones and such i've i've heard some prison systems allow for cell phones inside with limited use or whatever so she's like she might know of that she might know of the internet i don't know right like that's what i'm saying is like at this point in her life and she spent so much of her life inside like she doesn't have very much life left to live and she's going to be starting over from scratch. Apparently she became, she got her bachelor's and her master's from prison in counseling. Okay, but she's still starting over from scratch. Like new relationships, new learning how to shop. Oh yeah, learning yeah, yeah, how yeah. To, Like the basics, not like getting a job. Like literally learning how to interact as a human in the world. Well, and she's not like, you know, some of the other people who got off from other things, right? Like Casey Anthony got to move and change her name. This woman does not get to do that. Right. She doesn't get to change her name. She's a registered felon forever. Right. Like it just seems so weird. It seems like a, but I mean, I guess whatever, if you've been in prison your whole life and you only have a few years left to live, then this is your dying wish. You're going to fight for it. It's just such an interesting dynamic about life in prison in general, right? Yeah. How can you send somebody to life with the opportunity of parole, but then not have a good system in place to get them back into a life? Or why even have life on the table if parole was going to be an option? You know, like, I just feel like, I don't know, it just seems weird to me. I feel like that's valid for any extended period of time. Like, you know, you spend a decade in prison and come out like 10 years of your life. That's a big deal. You're coming out to a whole different world. And we don't have any systems in place for that. We just throw people back out into society. And which is why a lot of times they end up going right back in because that's all they know. Well, anyway, this episode got super dark. I feel like it was a little roller coaster, but yeah. (laughs) 
Now you know how I feel about um, the prison system, I guess. <laughs> I mean, yeah, me too, I guess. And also, if I ever have the choice, less time. <laughs> you know, less time every time, for sure. <laughs> less time every time is the moral of this podcast. Yeah, a little gruesome. Had to talk about uh, had to talk about the Manson killers, but that was big California news. I had no idea that they were even considering it again, and so I was like, "Oh wow!" Yeah, I've been. I don't know. I, I didn't see it. I've been a little busy, so I haven't been paying attention to the world this week. But I'm sure I'll hear about it. But yeah, that just seems so so bizarre. I mean, I and I don't know how I feel about it because, like, I'm very. I'm yeah. I'm I'm very torn. I I think I think had she only here's how I delineated. Had she only been in the house and helped hold somebody down. I would have felt better about it. I think the fact that she also actively participated in the stabbing piece feels particularly heinous. And yeah, and just like, why now? So many years been denied. Like, why now? You know, I I don't know. But she's anyway. been actively petitioning since 2016. So for the last seven years, she's been you know actively petitioning to get out, and it's like, <sighs> and it hasn't happened. That's the thing is like, and it hasn't happened for a reason. So why now? Is it just be- okay? Anyway, I don't know. It just kind of blows my mind, I guess. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. Interesting, definitely interesting news. Definitely interesting news for any serial killer fans or serial killer followers because that the Manson family is always a favorite. Part of me wonders if she's fighting super hard to attain this thing that she thinks she wants. And she's going to get it and then be like, hmm, there actually isn't much out here for me. That's what makes me nervous. That's what makes me nervous. Like Shawshank? Okay, I haven't seen Shawshank. So. <gasps> Never? <gasps> oh. It's so long. It's long. It is long, but it's good. Can they make it into a series? <laughs> I cannot believe you just said that to me. Spoiler alert, there's a character in there named Brooks and he's in there for a very long time. He goes in like in his, I want to say 20s, and he's in there until like his 70s or 80s. He gets out and he gets a job at like a grocery store and he's in like a halfway house. This is the same situation. Sorry, I got too excited. (laughs) And like cars and everything scare him and he doesn't understand. He like, he's so used to prison that he's like raising his hand to get his boss's attention so he can go to the bathroom. And his boss is like, what are you doing? He's like, can I go to the bathroom? And he's like, you don't have to do that. This ends tragically. He hangs himself because the world is just too depressing. That's not what I was thinking was going to happen. I was thinking she was going to try and throw herself back in there. But, you know, either way, doesn't seem like a good idea, you know? (laughs) I don't remember well enough if he tries to get back in or not. But yeah, he yeah he he hangs himself. That's pretty sad. Okay, so either way, there's not a good ending to the story. I guess we can hope that she gets what she wants and is happy with it. Yeah, I hope she positively impacts other people's lives and is truly rehabilitated. Because like that's technically what, what prison systems are supposed to do. They're supposed to rehabilitate people and make them operational members of society. Right. Doesn't really work that way. But I guess I hope for her it did. Yeah. I think we're both hoping for the for the best for everyone involved. <laughs> Okay, well, on that particularly dark episode of Satisfying <laughs> Static, lots of death, dying, and gruesomeness. Sorry about it. You That's know. the cycle of life, though. It ends in death. Christine's grieving. It's okay. Oh, also that. It is, it, is, it is the cycle. It is the cycle of life. You're right. We just wrapped it up so perfectly. So <laughs> until next time. <laughs> <laughs>